Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about febrile convulsions. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash febrile convulsions or in the neurology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Febrile convulsions are a type of seizure that occur in children who have a high fever. They're not caused by epilepsy or other neurological pathology such as meningitis or tumours. By definition, febrile convulsions only occur in children between the ages of 6 months and 5 years. Simple febrile convulsions are generalised tonic-clonic seizures. They last less than 15 minutes and only occur once during a single febrile illness. Febrile convulsions can be described as complex rather than just simple febrile convulsions when they consist of partial or focal seizures, when they last more than 15 minutes or when they occur multiple times during the same febrile illness. Let's talk about making a diagnosis of a febrile convulsion. In order to make a diagnosis of a febrile convulsion, other neurological pathology must be excluded. The differential diagnoses of febrile convulsions are epilepsy, meningitis, encephalitis or another neurological infection such as cerebral malaria, intracranial space-occupying lesions such as brain tumours or intracranial hemorrhage, syncopal episodes, electrolyte abnormalities and trauma and it's always worth thinking about non-accidental injury. A typical presentation is a child around 18 months of age presenting with a 2-5 minute tonic-clonic seizure during a high fever. The fever is usually caused by an underlying viral illness or bacterial infection such as tonsillitis. Once a diagnosis of a febrile convulsion has been made, look for the underlying source of infection. Let's talk about management. In the febrile child, the first stage is to identify and manage the underlying source of infection and control the fever with simple analgesia such as paracetamol and ibuprofen. Simple febrile convulsions do not require further investigations and parents can be reassured and educated about the condition. Complex febrile convulsions may need further investigations. You need to give parents advice on managing a seizure in case a further episode occurs. And this involves staying with the child, putting the child in a safe place, for example on a carpeted floor with a pillow under their head, placing them in the recovery position and away from potential sources of injury, don't put anything in their mouth, and call an ambulance if the seizure lasts more than five minutes. The first seizure should always result in a trip to hospital for assessment. However, if parents are confident in subsequent events, they can safely manage a child at home then they can visit their GP at the next available opportunity. Let's talk about prognosis. Febrile convulsions do not typically cause any lasting damage. About 1 in 3 children will have another febrile convulsion at some point during childhood. A common concern amongst parents is that this will develop into epilepsy. The risk of developing epilepsy is about 1.8% for the general population about 2 to 7.5% after a simple febrile convulsion and 10 to 20% after a complex febrile convulsion. So thanks for listening to this episode on febrile convulsions. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. 
You can find written notes on this topic in the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book available on Amazon. You can find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible. And you can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on breath-holding spells.